Zombie roaming, zombie walking, zombie swimming, zombie talking. It's time for Zombie Series Walk Off. Mafia, wake up, wake up. You have created a monster and it will destroy you. love to see a zombie dr seuss book like that uh, uh yeah absolutely we just need a go dog go zombie version Ooh, that's what i, I was like thinking it. of honestly is uh, it's like go dog go for that intro i think we just came up with the idea alex it would be successful maybe not in this decade this apparently is a vampire decade but next decade alex just Let's not forget that, okay? Well, we got to go ahead and start running with it. That way, when the zombie stuff really starts taking off, it'll be fully True. developed. True. Uh, you'll do the art. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 <laughs> Cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, nice, and, you nice, know, I'm nice. not a big fan of AI art, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Monsters vs. Men podcast. This is the Bargain Basement of the Monster Podcasting Airwaves. We're two friends try to stay alive and stay connected by chatting about weekly monster movies. This week, as we stay alive, we aren't chatting about one movie. We're chatting about 13 different movies that made up our zombie series, Alex. Yeah, all at once. All right. So, Eric, you go talk about I Walked With a Zombie, and I'll talk about Plague of Zombies. So, so the thing about Plague of Zombies is that really- I really... <laughs> All about walking with a zombie. <laughs> well, I was just I, like when she was just standing there, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, the right, zombie is on the hill!" Stop, stop. stop. So it's not gonna work, is it? No, it's not. That's not gonna work, Alex. Here are our zombie movies. We had White Zombie with a zombie, The Plague of the Zombies, Plan Nine from Outer Space, Zombie, aka Zombie Two, Out of the Living Dead. Shaun of the Dead, uh, Day of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> Brain Dead, World War Z, this is not in order anymore, 28 Days Later, Train to Busan, I think I got all of them. Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> uh, lots of dead in there, lots of dead. A lot of dead, just in case you didn't know what zombies were. They are dead, indeed. Well, let's jump in, Alex. Um, we'll start with a question that you have for me, and then I'll give you a question, and then we'll talk about some of these common questions that we have together. All right? Then we'll jump in. Ooh. As always, we'll get into our awards, which will be awards for this entire series as a whole. And finally, we'll rank our films, our 13 zombie films of this series. We'll try to rank them and come to some sort of agreement. Um where we really decide that my list is the best. We'll do that by the end of this episode. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we will not do that. We will rank them based on mine. And my question for you, Eric, is it it, it, kind of goes back to something that we talked about last week. And I I can't remember. I know we've talked about in some MVM pluses. I'm not sure we've talked about it more in other of our main zombie series, but we've mentioned once or twice that, there, there was a little exhaustion here, mm. right, mm-hmm. with the series. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think this was kind of maybe teetering towards the end of Romero. 
I would say somewhere in there is probably where maybe that feeling started to sit in. I think it hit you before it hit me. Yeah. But what I want to know is like, what films do you feel like that while we were watching this series and you had that feeling, what were the ones that injected maybe in these films starring the undead with new life for you? Well, I, I actually think you're right. I think some of the films that I enjoyed the most, it doesn't mean that <clears throat> some of the films I enjoyed the most also produced that feeling in me, right? Uh, which I think is interesting. For me, I think Zombie 2, like looking back on it, Zombie 2 uh, or Zombie, whatever you want to call it, um, that was that one didn't really sit well with me. I didn't really love that movie looking back on. There's some elements of it that are cool that I liked, but that one kind of contributed to the fatigue. Um, you Ooh. mix that one in and then we've get like Romero's trilogy, which I think is fantastic. But I think Romero's trilogy is the cynicism in it, right? That in some of the, like most of these films just have that ending where it is it is uh, very cynical, very dark, um, leans into nihilism that for me just wasn't inspiring me to watch film to film um, as much as I could. I will say I was reinvigorated a little bit with some of our last films of the series. I like some of them, um, some of the modern zombie films that are really putting twist on them. Uh, even if I like the films individually a little bit less, they had different sorts of messages. So I don't know. Something about Shaun of the Dead um, was uh, encouraging. Just that that humorous tone that we got with that one. World War Z offered us something different. Um, even if I concluded that it was generic, it did offer us something different and had kind of a hopeful ending. And then Train to Busan, I don't know if we'll call that ending hopeful, uh, but <laughs> it just kind of was a culmination of a bunch of really great ideas uh, into a story that had some unique characters. Um, and so I was really appreciative of what it did. And I, I guess there is some hope in, in that ending there. So I don't know. I, I was I liked the last couple films, but yeah, in the middle of the series, I did get bogged down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm probably right there with you. Um, I think Shaun of the Dead injected new life. I wasn't as quite as high on it as you were because uh, some, some of the ending choices for me didn't quite work. But I think Romero's trilogy is where, is where I started to feel some of it. But for me, I will say things like uh, World War Z. I will say things like uh, World War Z and Train to Busan. I mean, really for me... And 28 Days Later. But they really finished this series out really strong for me. Mm. And so I was pretty happy with uh, this. And I'm definitely, the thing is, is overall, I'm pretty happy with the series. And it's really overall rated pretty highly. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, I think almost everything was gamma tier except for one film for me. Um, And and then I think there's one, one or there's two Godzilla tiers for me, I believe. Uh, in this setup, so I it, it's a really great series of films, but you're right, it's I think it's that like we talked about last week, and that I think Cece brought to our my attention was it's maybe it's the endings that's mm. causing that feeling, yeah. 
I think it's good, and I think Alfie agrees. Um, he seemed a little uh, fatigued. <laughs> yeah, he, he he said he's a little tired of that nonsense. Yeah, he gets he gets he's he's a more of an optimistic type of guy. So he does does not. Yeah, I know he's normally optimistic. Mm-hmm. But you know he's one year old now. He's a little jaded. Yeah, he's, he's seen some tired things. of all the things. He's, he's, he's seen. seen some things. Yeah. Alex. He's seen some things and he has some things to say now. Well, <laughs> well, here's my question for you. When we think back to these films that we've watched in the series, which films, zombies, were your favorites? So for me, yes, the classic zombies are fun. Uh, and they're a little shambling. I just resurrected type away. But if I'm being completely honest... The Shambling Zombie didn't really work for me very well until actually Zombie, or Zombie 2. Because that was an island. It felt like there were so many that they were maybe overwhelming. Now, there's still zombie logic in that movie, for sure. But I feel like it's more egregious than the other movies. So when they start running in 28 Days Later... That's where I'm starting to be captivated by these a mm. lot more. And I think the perfect culmination of them is Train to Busan. I think I could have had them rotting away maybe a little bit mm. more, but they're fast and they're bloody and terrifying. They're the perfect evolution of World War Z's zombies. Nice. They're more, because of that R mm. rating. They are more personal. They're more bloody. We get more time with them, and they are just like they're yeah. spooky. They're sp- <laughs> they they are. They're 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 just like these terrifying creatures. So, Train to Busan zombies, I think, is the perfect culmination of where we've gone. Mm-hmm. I just I do wish for a little more rotting flesh, maybe. No, I think that makes sense. Yeah. There's something t- fun to me about the Dawn of the Dead zombies. I don't know why those stand out, but. <laughs> they're they're just unique. They have a bunch of unique zombies in that one um, that are a lot of fun. So yeah, there there's many films in the series that just have unique zombies uh, and many that you could choose from though. Mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so here's my next question. I think I know your answer to this, but I'm curious. You get a choice, Alex. You can take Romero's the rest of the films on our list, but whichever you choose, the rest vanish tomorrow. Which ones do you choose and why? So it broke up there for a second. Did you say if I take Romero's trilogy or the rest of the films on the list? Yes. Ooh, okay. Um, I mean, you know the answer for me. I think I know the answer for you. Because yeah. there's only I only like I really only like two of the three of the trilogy. And I yeah. came around on Dawn of the Dead because of our conversation about it. Uh, I mean, I mm-hmm. liked it already, um, but I liked it even more after our conversation. So if, for me, it's very easy. I mean, some of my favorite movies um, of the series are my two top. My top two are not Romero mm-hmm. movies. Right. So it's very easy for me to kick those to the curb. Yes, they're influential, I guess. But. I felt like I was seeing the threads of Romero zombies before Romero zombies were there. Um, Hmm. If I'm being honest, like with plague of the zombies. Um, 
Uh, or and I walked with a zombie. I I I I saw some threads there. They weren't quite like walked with a zombie is not quite there, but I feel like it was heading that way anyway. Mm-hmm. If I'm being quite honest, now that's very um that's probably pessimistic of me a little bit and taking the legs out of maybe Night of the Living Dead a little bit. But I I do feel like we were already kind of there. If mm-hmm. I'm being honest. Well, I want you to be honest, Alex. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I have kind of the opposite view. I, I think you take Romero's trilogy in this case. Um, because I think what they offer you is they offer you the zombie genre in a nutshell. Yes, there's mm. only three films, right? But those three films are the influences for so many of the other films on our list and on our series. I granted, I like night of the living dead more than you. We probably like day of the dead uh, about the same, but I really like Dawn of the dead even more than you do. So I think I have a slightly higher opinion of these three films overall. And it's interesting because I already said to you before, Alex, that when I was feeling the burnout, it was probably a little bit because of Romero's films. But like mm-hmm. that's what Romero's films do well is is they they give you that sense of um, impending doom, right? With a twist, like they're they're also trying to tell us something um, and and make a point. Uh, for you, maybe sometimes a little too much, uh, mm-hmm. which I get. Uh, but I think I think it border especially like that that's the one part of dawn of the dead at the very end that i wish they wouldn't have included as this final credit scene but um yeah i i think those those films are incredibly made and so influential mm. so for me I'd, I'd take those films and we'll see what we get out of those uh, with by taking away all the others mm, interesting you know that uh, you know i i i feel like I mean, I am down on Romero's trilogy somewhat, but I still do have high praise for the man in wanting to do a series of movies with a very specific type of monster and do very different movies. I I commend him so much. And that's what's so cool about the trilogy. Like, I guess that's what you were saying is like, you get so much with these three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I for me, it just it does not outweigh everything else. You have a lot of films on this list that you enjoy more, which I get. Yeah, and, and again, I do think Plague of the Zombies was already taking too, but... us into Romero territory. Uh, well, zombies in terms of zombies comes after Dawn of the Dead. It comes between Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Huh? No, no, no. Uh, Plague of the Zombies is two oh, years Plague of the before Zombies. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. yeah, Plague of the Zombies. Plague of the Zombies, yeah. yes. It's taking us there. Uh, it's in our tra- trajectory, but it hasn't been done yet uh, in that in that sort of way. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, so what do you think are the most underrated films of the series that we just covered? And why should others give them a shot or more love? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I I think the most underrated is the one that's just not watched at all, probably because of how old it is, and that's White mm-hmm. Zombie. Mm-hmm. 
why zombie needs to be talked about far more than yeah, it is. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, I think that that is really stellar cinema. <laughs> like, yep. I, I, I was floored by that. And I was pretty impressed with I Walked with a Zombie too. But if you're talking about underrated, I mean, White Zombie is a must, I think, for fans of the genre. You know, if I had to pick another movie in here, you know, it kind of sounds a little silly because it's the most Hollywood blockbuster of all of them. But I think World War Z is actually probably not talked about. Not that it's like some phenomenal film. I mean, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. But you, I would think there would be more of a conversation around it mm-hmm. than what you hear. It's kind of like it's been forgotten to time almost in in a lot of ways but yes but uh, maybe that speaks more to yeah which maybe which which may go to your point but i think it's better than being lost to time i got you (laughs) in some ways but yeah i think i think those are the only Mm. two for me oh you know what that's a total lie no one talks about plague of the zombies either yeah i i was very happy with that one yeah oh yeah that's a good movie um, white zombie for me. Yes, I'm with you, Alex. I think that's probably the most underrated, just because people haven't seen it, uh, and they need to see it, and it's it needs to be up there with some of our universal classics. Honestly, yes. um, it is. Yeah, it, it's a great film that others need to watch. I'll tell you when I'm looking at kind of my list and thinking and reflecting on it. I think Train to Busan, it is it is highly acclaimed, but I, I still I think it's saying. a little underrated, right? Oh, um, really? Yeah, I, th- I feel like everybody talks about it, but but that's okay. That's okay. I, I think maybe people talk about it, but I think less people have seen it. Like, the people that have seen it really like it, but I think mm. that less people have seen it than talk about it, right? Like, if you've seen it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good movie. I, I, I recommend that, but I don't think as many people have seen it as even World War Z, right? Or... Um, some of these other movies on our list. So I think it needs to be seen more um, by an American audience uh, because mm. it's definitely belongs to the top tier of, of Godzilla or not Godzilla of zombie films. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree. I, I don't know if it's underrated, but you're, I mean, it's a foreign film, so it's obviously underseen. Maybe underseen. Maybe, like maybe like underseen. any foreign film. <laughs> yeah. Which, but that would make it underrated. So mm. I, I, I agree. Maybe so. All right, Alex. Well, let's jump into our awards. But before that, MVM Plus today, we get into, you, you, we get into a couple of uh, discussions on, on, things that we've seen recently. We talk about uh, our friend Alfie's birthday party um, and where he chose (laughs) to go to dinner tonight. Um, And I think we leave MVM Plus a little bit on a cliffhanger, a little bit on an ambiguous note, Alex. Will I watch the next episode of Alice in Borderland in time for next week or not? This is the question. Did I see any movies? Did Did you see any movies (laughs) between one week and the next? You'll have to find you have to listen to find out. It's at patreon.com forward slash MVM pod. Uh, you can listen to that episode in our entire backlog of a lot of MVM plus episodes at patreon.com forward slash MVM pod. All right, Alex. Remember, mm-hmm. with our staple awards, we're trying to spread the love a little bit. So hopefully you've spread the love and have given some 
uh, different awards out to, to different characters, lines, scenes in a variety of films. But who do you have for compelling character? I, this is just going to, I'm going to just take a step back. Pretend it's last week. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pretend it's last week, Alex. <laughs> and then I am picking uh, Song Hua again. Okay. This is our big bruiser from Train to Busan who doesn't put uh, tape on his knuckles because he's just that badass. <laughs> again, this is a stellar character in a movie filled with great characters. And I, again, I am so interested in his history. He's one of the few characters where I want to know what all like, like, like what was his training regimen? What was he? What? Why did? Why is it? Why is he so skilled at fighting? Like, I, I want to know more about this guy. I don't feel that way with a lot of our characters in the series, which is okay. Uh, it's usually I'm more interested in the world before, yeah, and what happened that led to the events, mm-hmm. and not necessarily what happened to the characters. So. I got to give it to Song Hua. Like what about it. you? I like it. Well, you know me, Alex, in these recap episodes. I like to give a runner-up and an award. Oh, yeah. Right? You know you know me at this point. So my runner-up actually goes to a character that I didn't choose the first time we watched these films. Um, you might have chose this character. I, I can't remember. But Ooh. from Dawn of the Dead, Peter. Um he just stands oh, yeah. out like as a character that grows on you as that film progresses. You think he's yes. going to be a secondary character, but he turns into the main character and the survivor. Um, so unique and, and just so different in, in a way that the characterization in that film, the way that they handle the characters is just done in a different sort of way that is, is not typical. Um, it's not like what you see in most films it just kind of shows you these characters really raw uh, without Mm -hmm. any scenes that are trying to show character, (laughs) Uh, which is (laughs) right. It's like, we're just going to play the scenes out and you can take from what you want from these characters. And that's what we get with Peter. But Peter just ends up standing out the most. And like, as I think back to that film, he's the character that stands out to me. Um, So Peter's my runner up. My mm. most compelling character actually goes to Sir James Forbes from The Plague of the Zombies, our amazing uh, detective gentleman who yes. finds himself in, in some sticky situations, but always manages to get out. It was, it was just so nice to kind of get that British feel and that British older gentleman character in one of these zombie films. I wasn't expecting it. And so when we got that character in our film, I was quite pleased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What was he? Uh, Hammer's Batman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I, th- I really like playing those zombies. Anyway. That's good. Um, what about your most memorable line of all right runner up goes to a line from beaumont in white zombie who says i thought that beauty alone would satisfy but the soul is gone i can't bear those empty staring eyes that's good that's a great line right It it was a great line um and one of those key moments in that movie um but my winner 
of Most Memorable Line Award for the Zombies series walk-off goes to a line that is used in two films. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Uh, yes, <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to pick that one. Oh, yeah. I almost did. I was like, <laughs> Eric is going to pick it. Yep, for sure. For sure. What'd you choose? <laughs> uh, mine's from the same movie, uh, but it's after they fire the gun in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sean says, okay, but dogs can look up. <laughs> It's, it's like the dumbest ongoing joke again, so which is immediately provable thing <laughs> that you just go in the real world and test and immediately know. And it's a it's something that's debated throughout the movie, which is hilarious. It is so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, what about your can't believe that acting award? Um, my mind goes to Bella Lugosi as. Yes. Legendary. Yes. Great choice. He's so good, yeah. dude. He is such a phenomenal villain in that. He is what Dracula should have been. Mm. Mm. I, he is just so good. I, this is my favorite performance of his that we've seen. Yeah. It's just absolutely hands down my favorite be- favorite Bela Lugosi movie that I've seen. That's and we've cool. seen quite a few. Yeah, we have. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't. What about you? Um, I, my runner-up is a is a actor that, reflecting back on it, neither one of us chose. I don't think we chose him as a compelling character oh. or like I can't believe the acting award. But as I think back to this specific movie, this character stands out, and it is uh, the character is Rhodes, played by Joseph Pilato in Day of the Dead. This is our main baddie Ooh. in Day of the Dead, yeah. Alex. Um, oh. who, uh, <laughs> who, as he dies, is yelling at the zombies to choke on it, right? <laughs> um, he is just so over the top. Like, that performance stands out to me, right? That's a standout performance as one that I don't know if it's great, <laughs> but it, mm. the, it makes the character stand out for sure as one that is just completely unhinged. Um, so I wanted to give him a shout out. I can't believe the acting award, who actually gets the award is Brendan Gleeson as Frank in 28 days later. Uh, mm. I still just admire that performance. Um, I think Brendan Gleeson does a fantastic job as always. He's just great almost in everything that he's in. But I, I really think in that fatherly role as Frank, he does a great job. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about your Oh, That's a Good Shot award, Alex? Uh, I think mine is going to go to Day of the Dead for that opening moment where all the arms come out of the wall. Mm. Dude, I mm-hmm. just love that imagery. It, it's really cool. and it, That that moment has stuck, has stuck out to me. Whenever I think of that movie, with everything else that happens in it, that is the thing I think about when I think about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's that's a good point. I like that shot. I considered it actually. Um for uh, me, my runner my runner up is the walk into the tunnel and train to Busan. Um, mm. which is just a great finale and a great moment of uh symbol as well as as uh they walk into that dark tunnel. But the, the one that stands out to me the most when I'm looking at some of my previous choices 
we have the uh, guy that feels zombie-like in I Walked With a Zombie who is standing in the, the <laughs> corn field, right? Uh, yes. Just the way that the camera frames him is Oof. so otherworldly. Uh, I, I have to give it up. Like that, that shot just stands out. When I think of I Walked With a Zombie, I think about that shot in particular and I think about sleepwalking. <laughs> Those are the two <laughs> things that stand out first and foremost. So I've got to give it to I walked with a zombie shot of that creepy guy in the corner. Kara four. Yes, that's right. Kara four. Good. <laughs> uh, do you have any unique awards, Alex? Yeah, mine's the. Oh, the, this is surprisingly charming. And th- that goes to the first 30 minutes of Plan Nine <laughs> from Outer Space. <laughs> i i really actually i want to use this word i really loved like the first 15 to 20 minutes of that movie yes i was like this is so charming and goofy and funny but then it keeps going it does (laughs) and its charm is just not really present on the back two-thirds of the film Um, which is a little disappointing because it's there in spades at first. The zombies outlive its charm, you might say. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what about you, Eric? You got any awards? Yeah, so mine is the Best Parent Award because Ooh. as you reflect on the series, Alex, we have a lot of parents. Um, you have a yes. you have a lot of parents that you could choose from. I already mentioned one, right? I mentioned uh, Frank from 28 Days Later. You've also got Mom oh, yeah? from Brain Dead, right? <laughs> Which oh, I don't think anybody's given her the best parent award. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, Philip from Shaun of the Dead, who makes a good case. I, I like Philip, right? Philip's redemption at the end is mm. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Good. It's got to go. Don't skip over. I. To me, the award's got to go to Jerry. Yes! Yes! Jerry slash Gary. In World War Z. Larry. I mean, Jerry is a pretty good dad, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah. He definitely keeps his family the safest of anybody. He does, by getting them away from everybody. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've got to go with Jerry slash Gary um, as my best parent award. I figured you were going to go with 28 Days Later with Cillian Murphy's parents. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, there are other choices, man. That, that, that's, like, looking back on the series, this interesting little through line is parenting. Um, I think you can see it in several of these films. It's, I was just like, I don't know if it's a through line as much as a zigzag. That's true. It's a zigzag. It's a zigzag. Um, cool, man. Well, that means it is time for our ranking discussion where we come to the definitive conclusion about our rankings and that nobody can disagree Ooh. with ever. Yes, they're rock solid. And we must abide by the rankings. Must abide. So I've got a number 13 here, Alex, that I think you might agree with. And it's plan oh, nine yeah. from outer space. It has to be. It has, it has to, to be. be. Right. It, if you gave me the first 20 minutes of this film, it'd be higher probably. But yeah. <laughs> just for enjoyment's sake. But yeah, yeah we were laughing. We were laughing. Too and then we were frowning. We were frowning. 
Yeah, it's just it's just way too long. Yeah, and yep, just some missteps there. That's okay. Real missteps. That's okay. My number twelve is zombie or zombie two. Is my number twelve, Alex? What do you have? (laughs) This probably won't surprise anybody that's listened to our show, but it will upset everybody that listens to our show. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's rough. It is rough. Your ranking is rough, Alex. Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty rough, man. But uh, Eric, what about you? All right, well, we'll move to the next one. We're gonna have to come somewhere in the middle with that one. <laughs> what are you- I'm not even arguing. I'm not even arguing it yet because we're just gonna have to meet in the middle. <laughs> my <laughs> my number eleven is World War Z. I thought yours was. Did you say zombie already? Zombie was just, 12. Yeah. Was, yeah, I was just bracing for impact on mine. I wasn't even listening. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Number 11 my, was World War Z for me. That's so hard for me to believe. You talked for, actually, you, you did critique it, but you were pretty positive on it too. So I'm surprised it's that low for I you. Had to, so when I was looking at my rankings and my ratings that I initially gave based on my first reaction, I had to... I had to retroactively change two films. And one of those films was World War Z, um, which originally was a three and a half, but upon reflection, it's probably more of a three for me, which puts it in that place um, of spot 11 for me. So your pretentiousness kicked in and you're like, ah, no, it's just this, is, this was made by Hollywood. Let me, no, it's actually just that it's actually just that, all the I, I could have kept it at three and a half, but then the film that I actually like this other film that I'm about to tell you for number 10 more that I had originally rated as a three. And so I was like, mm. okay, so I actually don't, but I actually don't want to change the other films rating to a three and a half. I think the re- more reality is that World War Z is a three for me and this other film is a three. I just like it more, but I'll tell you what that film is in a second. You tell me what yeah. your number 11 is. Mine's Brain Dead. Okay. This is one that I I really enjoyed Brain Dead actually. Um for the most part, well, no, that's not true. I enjoyed a lot of Brain Dead, <laughs> but I think it was just wildly inconsistent throughout until the final 30 minutes. And then it, I feel like it, fa- it found its identity and it stuck with it. Yeah. And it's actually not too dissimilar. Actually, it's the complete opposite of my next movie. <laughs> well, in terms of I'll tell you, well, Alex, like so just to walk in line with you, my number 10 that I was talking about before is Brain Dead. Um, it's a three star, but I like that movie more than World War Z. Right? I, I just mm. do. Uh, yeah, I, it is inconsistent. I have my own issues with it, especially as we talked about in that episode in my older age. I don't know what it is, but there are certain things that just kind of like I'm like, uh I don't know. That doesn't quite sit, but there's some just hilarious moments. It, it takes some risk. That movie, I still mm. enjoy it, uh, despite having some flaws. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. There's the, there's a lot to enjoy in that movie, especially when he takes the zombie to the <laughs> playground. 
<laughs> and the last 30 minutes are great i mean there's a lot to enjoy in that movie man <laughs> there, is, there is there is there is a lot, there's to, a lot enjoy. to enjoy I, you just you have to swallow some stuff in the middle you do uh, you do that's a little tough. <laughs> what about your number that, 10? that's okay what about your number 10 my number 10 is a movie that probably found a lot of inspiration from brain dead sean of the dead mm, mm. uh this is a this is a movie I liked a lot. I actually enjoyed a good bit of it, but I actually think in its last third, it crumbles quite significantly for me. So, so opposite. I gotta give yeah. big props for yeah. It's the opposite of Brain Dead. The, the first two thirds of Shaun of the Dead I think are really great, and it's got some really great character work. And then I actually think the film loses its identity at the bar quite a bit um, at the end of the film. But it still manages to land a few good jokes in there. Like I said, like my my standout line is from my the least my least favorite part of this film. <laughs> but I, again, you have to give props to this film for all of its jokes that feel like inside jokes and how it handles a lot of those elements. Uh-huh. It, but uh, again, it just comes down to the last to once they get to the bar for mm-hmm. me, and then it, I feel like it's not great after that. Well- I don't think we. I don't think I'm gonna even try to come to consensus with this one, Alex, because we honestly, I don't think our ratings are too far off. But like, he, the no, thing is, not. is like in the middle. In the middle here, there's a wide range, right? And so, like that, it's our rankings that will probably be quite different from each other, despite like not having incredibly different opinions about these films. My number nine is a film that we both really enjoyed. And this is where we get to films I think are good. <laughs> so the rest of these films I, I think are, are good films. Uh, I recommend Ooh. all of them, actually. Uh, and that's my number nine film, Plague of the Zombies. Uh, I'm a little surprised it's below uh, one we haven't talked about yet. Mm. But um, I'll tell you what that is when we get gotcha. to it. But yeah, playing the zombie. But you're right. We're we're at a point now where I think for me, after Night of the Living, I know that that's like hypocrisy or not not hypocrisy, but it's a uh, oh god, sacrilege. What is it? It's all right. Sacrilege. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I know it's sacrilege to say that about Night Living Dead. I just don't like that or Plan Nine. But after that, I enjoyed these movies quite a bit. Brain Dead was a little lower. Definitely deserves to be at the end. But then, again, a lot of these in the middle are just like a mishmash. Because like for my number nine, I've got Day of the Mm. Dead, Mm -hmm. which I really enjoyed. Um, There was a lot to like there. I do think it meanders Mm -hmm. a bit. It does have quite a bit of zombie logic. And it's (laughs) zombie zombies that must drive you insane in that movie. It does. It bothers me. Well, because like they'll be running away and then suddenly they're on top of them. And I'm like, how did they outrun you, my friend? How did it happen? (laughs) Like they just pop out of nowhere. But for the most part, I really like that film. I like what it does. I like it's like the evil doctor. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Maniacal doctor. We won't call him quite evil. He's he's grotesque. He's just a little like. (laughs) He's not evil. He's just. He just doesn't care to ruffle feathers or go against taboo. Right. That's what that's what we came to on the on the episode. It consists of yeah, taboo. Right. Um, but yeah, I think Day of the Dead is actually pretty great at, at mm-hmm. overall. And that was the movie that really cemented to me 
that Romero's trilogy is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No matter my feelings on Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. I think it's remarkable that he made these three movies. And that's the one that really solidified that feeling for me. There you go. So that's number nine. Number eight for me is I Walked With a Zombie. Mm -hmm. Um, That is also my number eight. Yo. We, we have but, I'm, but that's consensus. the that's the movie i'm surprised it's over plague of the zombies they're very close right <laughs> i think they're rated exactly the same thing on letterboxd we gave them both i gave them both upper gamma tier I, I enjoy both of these a lot um i could flip-flop those i think um without much of an issue and maybe i would <laughs> upon reflection because i i do enjoy both of those but i i, I do love that finale also plague of the zombies the fire finale um i walked with mm. a zombie there are a couple it's finale is a little yeah it's, uh, the finale is not quite as but it just doesn't make much sense <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i mean honestly i i could flip flop those easily but they're they're very they're in similar ballparks for me i walked with yeah. a zombie and plague of the zombies okay so that was All your right. number 8 as well i walked with a zombie Yep, that was my number eight as well. I I really enjoy most of that. Like, I really enjoy that movie. That was pretty nice surprise after White Zombie. Um, For sure. My number seven, Eric. Uh, zombie or Zombie Two? Yeah, which is I I was me. higher on that one than yeah. you for yeah. sure. Um, but I really enjoyed that film. You know, it did have a little grotesque gore in it for the sake of it with that eyeball scene. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, you get sharks fighting I zombies. I like the shark scene. <laughs> I do. I like the shark scene. There's two things in that movie that are missing for most of the other ones. Um, <laughs> and um, I know why you rated this movie so high, Alex. Let's not lie. <laughs> I should have put it for my number two. Um, <laughs> and uh, But really, this is the... the this is the one slow zombie movie that I thought the slow moving zombies were actually like a threat and very impending in the backstory of the doctor trying to figure out what's going on and all of that. I, I really enjoyed that in this movie quite a bit. Nice. Surprisingly. My, my number seven <laughs> is day of the dead, uh, which is my lowest of the Romero films. I think you did a good job at, at kind of summarizing some of my feelings for that one. Uh, but yeah, it's it's it cements itself. Like it cements the trilogy, Romero trilogy, as something uh, pretty pretty unique. Just at how different these films are from each other, uh, yet still dealing with the same sort of genre. It, Day of the Dead is, is a good film, even if it can't match what I think are a superior first and second film of that trilogy. Mm, yeah. What about your okay, number six? Okay. 28 Days Later. Same here. Same here. This is one I expected to be a little higher than it ended up being. Yeah. Um, but upon rewatch, kind of like with Brain Dead for you, well, not quite. Uh, I didn't love it quite as much as I used to, but it's still very good. Yeah. Considering you like love that film, yeah, number six is pretty low for you. Uh, I think you just need it on Blu-ray, right? You need a remastered version. I just need to be able to see half, which of what's I don't think you'll ever get with any I don't clarity. Think you'll ever get it because I think that's the. Point. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so either. You know what? Actually, 
You'll you'll get an AI generated cleanup here oh, within the next probably three years. <laughs> uh, maybe you might be right. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, my number five, Alex, mm. is Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Um, I like that film more than you do, <laughs> uh, yeah. because the the final third does not bother me like it bothers you. In, in the first two thirds, I agree that it's not as strong as the first two thirds, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't bring it down that much for me, to be honest. Uh, the first two thirds are just fantastic. So, uh, Shaun of the Dead was so refreshing when we watched it. I was like, oh my gosh, needed this movie. <laughs> so, I just wanted Zombie Land, Eric. It's my beef. Oh, I know that's why it's bringing it down. I know you just wanted Zombie Land. Um, but maybe that helps me as well. So it just it helped to have that humorous uh, departure in the midst of the series. So that brings it up for me all the way yeah. to number five. Wow. Okay. My number five is Dawn of the Dead, my highest rated of the Romero trilogy. Yes. Uh, I liked it when I watched it. I liked it more when we talked about it. Yeah. Um, that was one of those where my feelings kind of coalesce a little bit better. Uh, after talking about it, I still have the same issue with the Romero trilogy as it's just beating you over the head with its messaging. Uh, Dawn of the Dead is the most egregious of these um, by far, but I also really like a lot of the what happens with the characters. Some of it's unexpected. Um, very impressive movie, and that opening is just phenomenal. It has so much to say. Really, that opening elevates the movie quite a bit for me. Um, I wish the rest of the movie was kind of like that. I, 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 I say that, but then there's other elements of the rest of the movie that I really like. So it, I guess it is kind of hard for me to say that, but Dawn of the Dead is a special movie. Yeah, I uh, we'll talk about that more here in just a little bit. Some of my feelings are exactly the opposite of yours, but not disagreeing necessarily my number four is night of the living dead which goes all the way from your number 12 to my <laughs> number four alex because i think i think night of the living dead there's something about it that is timeless um it, it even of uh, even in its time it feels out of time uh and it's it's hitting on some interesting themes there whereas most of the other films that we watch are not trying to say something. Romero does try to say something. If at times he can be a little bit polemic, I, I get that. I, I, I see that at times. Um, but there are other times when the message is more nuanced. It is more poetic. Um, and I think Night of the Living Dead, for the most part, gives us more of that uh, poetic message uh, that is cynical, right? Uh, and it definitely ends very darkly, um, but still provides us something memorable uh, and unique when it comes to this series. It's also got the best comedic moment of any of these movies, and that's the exploding truck. <laughs> number three, Alex, what do you have? Well, my number four, uh, Eric, number four. <clears throat> is World War Z. Mm. Uh, we recorded that episode twice. I was much, I was actually a little bit higher on it during our first recording because we had such a big back and forth about uh, Jerry. Um, the second time we couldn't kind of, <laughs> the second time we kind of didn't go into Jerry as much as we did originally. But I, I 
I really like that character. I like what it does. And I like that it feels so different from everything else. And I it doesn't feel quite as ho-hum uh, into the world as the other movies do, too. So it kind of broke up some of that depressing nature of a lot of the films that we've seen as well. Which may lead to some of the genericness, Eric, for you. Yeah, I don't... I, I see why you rate it so high. Um, it is a departure. Um, it's not as good of a departure, though, as my number three film, which is Train mm. to Busan. Um, Train to Busan is... It just combines almost all the best aspects of this series and puts them into a movie full of awesome characters, emotional moments, um, some maybe slightly over-the-top emotional moments, but moments that I still appreciated, uh, characters that I appreciated, and really the premise of this setting on a train where uh, it feels claustrophobic at times, and it feels like these deaths are inevitable and in many cases they are. Uh, but this film offers us something unique. It's our only, I guess, foreign film kind of mm-hmm. on this film, on this list. So yeah. um, I really enjoyed it. I, it deserves to be in the top five for sure. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I'll get to that again in a little bit because my number three, Eric, is Plague of the Zombies. Nice. Nice. I thought this was a really special movie. I forgot uh, you hadn't put that yet. Dang, that's pretty it? high up. <laughs> I know. That's pretty high up. That's one when I reflect on it, I was like, God, I love the setting and the way it was filmed. I love the horror elements when the girl comes out of the grave. Oh. Uh, I love the dream sequence that like mm. all the zombies are surrounding them. Like, really just about everything in this, I really liked. And I, and you, you know, like we go to the, the hypnosis with cutting of the hand, yep. you know, we, we find out how he does that. I, there's just so much in here that I just love to see, man. And so, sure. yeah, playing of the zombies is a big one for me. I was very thrilled with that film. Nice. I like it. Well, we're getting close to our end, Alex. Uh, so I, I can, I know what your top two are. I think, but I will tell you, (laughs) my number two is White Zombie. Um, I love White Zombie. Um, This is another film that I had to change my ranking on. Because originally my initial ranking was three and a half. I think I even said in the episode, like, this could change. And it has, upon reflection, um, to jump into that Godzilla tier. Uh, Which I think my top three films train to busan white zombie and my number one film are all in that godzilla tier but white zombie yeah it 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 offers us a little bit of everything it really sets the foundations for this entire series so what a recommendation if you haven't checked out white zombie yet i I do recommend it yeah that that recommendation is all john freeman and i'm so (laughs) glad you you recommended that one to us yeah it's good um but I won't talk about that one yet because my number two is Train to Busan. And Eric, you said everything about it that I was really going to say. I, this is this is the one of the few zombie movies where it makes you care about a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it actually makes it sting when they go down. Oh, man. Yeah, it does. And it, it feels more than any of the other movies when a character gets bit or anything like that. And so it's just, it's endlessly impressive. Not just with that, but it's depiction of the zombies, the setting, the story. Th- this movie is, it, it's Godzilla tier, hands down, uh, for me. And I just, I, it's one that I can't recommend enough. It's just so great. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. Um, Number one, Eric. My, yep. I think I knew while we were talking through the episode back then, this would end up being your it number is. one because you were higher on this than I've seen you on a movie in quite some time. Yeah. There's something intangible about my number one film, at least for me and just my viewing experience of it. It's a film that when I watched it, I couldn't help but dive deeper into it. Um, and I like actually explore like other versions of the film and learn about the history of the film and, uh, just reflect on the film for quite a long time. Uh, and that film is Romero's Dawn of the Dead, which I think is the best, obviously of his trilogy and, and just a a film that I, I don't know anything like it. It's not even like. I, I think I said this earlier a little bit when, when talking about Peter's character, but this is a film where it doesn't try to set our characters in these weird situations that are meant to develop characters. It's almost like a documentary in that it just presents us with the scenario of these very specific characters in this very specific time in this very specific setting and lets us see what happens to them. It doesn't throw any punches. Uh, right, it doesn't pull its punches. I should say, um, in, in any way, shape, or form, it really just lets the scenario play out, and we get to witness it. It's a film that, in high school, I would have really enjoyed, but I still enjoy it a lot today. I didn't, I didn't see it back then. Unlike Brain Dead, which I did see, that I don't enjoy quite as much. Ooh. This is a film I think I would have enjoyed then, and I would enjoy now, and I think I'll enjoy it in the future. Because of how unique it is um, and because of what it says, um, I think that I, my only weak point in that film is the, the credits actually at the end. That's it. Um, everything else, I like how it handles its themes. Um, so Dawn of the Dead is right at the top for me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's all. I, I, it was cool to see you like a movie so much. I think it even raised my rating because I can't. Because you were you were loving it so much, it was kind of contagious. Yeah, man, it's a, um, great, it's a great movie, dude. That movie's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it it is good. And again, like the more you talk really about is. it, the more like, I that's start an, that's the movie it. I would like right now. If you ask me to put in one of these movies that I want to rewatch, it's Dawn of the Dead. That's that's just it. Ooh, well, I kind of feel similarly about my number one, Eric. Yes. White Zombie. <laughs> I cannot believe how much I love this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I, the bad guy is excellent. The setup is great and horrifying. And again, I mean, I said this earlier, but this is Bela Lugosi's best movie that mm-hmm. I've seen him in. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely... People only talk about Bella in terms of his monster appearances really as Dracula. This is better than Dracula. Mm. And it's not even close. <laughs> this is excellent. I, there, there, there's very little to complain about. 
I think my only complaint is the falling off of the cliff at the end. Right. <laughs> like, like one of our characters kind of falls off without even trying uh, to not fight. But this also has like a really unbelievably tense horror moment where he's already drugged that guy and he's becoming the zombie. And he's just, he's just like loving the power of the moment yeah. while he t- pretty much tortures this guy by uh, just watching him decay. It, it's, it's so good. I love White Zombie. And John Freeman, you were right. This is, uh, I think you said this was your favorite zombie movie, and I have to agree with you. Yeah, man. That's a great movie. Great movie. Uh, I'm with you. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Um, if we were putting together a consensus pick, it would obviously be our number one because it falls at my number two spot. So I love me some White mm-hmm. Zombies. Next week, Alex. We start a brand new series. It's our 21st century monster movies revisited. As we take a look at some of the films that way back when, when we did our original 21st century monster madness, didn't quite make the cut. They lost in various forms. We're going to revisit some of those films, starting with Reign of Fire. Mm, Uh, Will our ratings be dire or... Will we feel the fire? Mm. It is called Rain of Fire. It is called Rain of Fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can't wait to see Rain of Fire. Don't forget that it stars Christian Bale. And don't worry. I'm sure the plot's not stale. And Matthew mm. McConaughey will have you walking out of this movie going, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> As always. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You just had to put that in there. As always, thank you for listening to Monsters vs. Men. You can leave us feedback on this episode at mvmpod.com or email us at mvmpod at gmail.com. Become a bargain base mite over at patreon.com forward slash mvmpod and receive weekly bonus content. And if you can't join at this time, a review or share always helps. Monsters vs. Men is produced by Alex Cornette, executive producer Kevin Alexander, Faye Basier, Christopher Clavero, John Freeman, and Michael Herndon. Special thanks to our wives, comma, Brock Band for PlayStation 3, which forms cell block B, Louis Loops, Senior Honda, Drew the Collector, our Instagram connector, and you, the listener, for listening. Until next time, don't forget that Eric conceded that my list was better than his. <laughs> and try, try to, to stay, stay alive. Mafia, wake up, wake up. You have created a monster and it will destroy you. I believe that's what that was since we didn't do the ranking. I believe it was a, a concession. <laughs>